Boy, I've never seen an issue so divisive. You ever seen? It's like a civil war, isn't it? Even amongst my friends who are all very intelligent, they are totally divided on abortion. It's unbelievable. Some of my friends, for instance, think these pro-life people are annoying idiots. Other of my friends think these pro-life people are evil fucks. <laughs> How are we going to come to a consensus? What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
just more panty. But he's a funky little friend of Barry Waterfowl. Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, so I know I bombarded you with a whole bunch of odds and ends episodes the last few times, and today will be no exception. Now, I didn't plan on starting the letter D here so early. I'll explain what I'm doing here in a second if you're a new listener. But I didn't want another week to go without doing an episode. I've got a whole bunch of big episodes planned. And so basically what I'll be doing is revisiting this odds and ends theme as kind of a place gap in between some of these episodes while I'm working on all these super duper epic multi-parter things and getting my schedule figured out. I've got a new schedule coming up here. So bear with me. I mean, you, you don't hear or see me doing any of these things behind the scenes. I'm just kind of telling you what's going on. Because you're friends of mine and you deserve to know. But yes, we are going to be doing the odds and ends with the letter D. And if you're a new friend of the show, the odds and ends are songs that are from soundtracks, cover albums, live albums, EP, single only releases. Basically songs that get ignored by the end of the year and don't wind up on any lists or anything like that. So we're here to spotlight them. It's the Island of Misfit Toys for music. And it's perfect to be on a show like Rock Strikes 10. So this will be part one of a continuing odds and ends, a little side series here. I've got five episodes planned for the odds and ends with the letter D. So I'll be putting these out sporadically from now until the end of the year. I pretty much got all the shows mapped out for the rest of the year. Not that I'm a complete psychopath. That's just how it works here on Rock Strikes 10. So yes, the long-awaited Hello Mega Concert review episode with NOLA is coming up. That's probably going to be the next episode for sure. And... We'll be getting to the massive three-parter rock and rank of the entire ZZ Top catalog, also featuring NOLA. And also, my big bad best of 1991 albums of the year. That'll be happening. That I don't know how many parts that's going to be. I haven't whittled down the list yet as far as how many albums we're going to talk about. Of course, we're going to do some odds and ends from 91 as well. And, man, you know the annual Halloween episode. I'm going to be doing a best of 2001 because honestly it's going to be pretty easier to cover. So we go from the 30-year-old retrospective to the 20-year-old retrospective to this year's retrospective, all leading up to when the ball drops and we do the best of 2021. So come along with me here. You're in for a big, big musical journey. 
Of course, you're always in for some sort of journey when you dial into Rock Strikes 10. We kicked off this particular episode with a band officially called Dolby's Cube. Now, let me give you some background on this. Had to go to multiple websites to figure this one out. So this is the kind of stuff and research I do for you out there because I love all of you. So yes, if you are about my age or older, you are familiar with the movie Howard the Duck from 1986. Now, this movie gets shit on a lot. I actually like Howard the Duck a lot. And uh, I think it's unfairly shit on in retrospect, especially because Howard the Duck is a true trailblazer. Howard opened the door. He kicked that door open. The first ever Marvel movie ever. So if you enjoy the MCU and its current, you know, badassery and all that stuff, you need to give it up for Howard the Duck. Because with no Howard the Duck, no MCU, I will die on this hill. But, uh, you know, I was a big fan of the Howard the Duck movie as a kid. I know it's a dumb movie, but I love it. I like... Howard the Duck, I like Weekend at Bernie's and the Money Pit and all that stuff. Uh, but yes, the cool thing about the soundtrack, though, the actual music soundtrack, not the score, I mean, the score is fine, but the actual, you know, music for Howard the Duck, Thomas Dolby was tasked with doing the music for this movie, and he basically was tasked in writing these songs for this fictional uh, band throughout the movie, led by Leah Thompson and her three friends, so the cool thing about this is that Thomas actually had a big hands-on to do with casting the band and also making them an actual band. Yeah, this is prefab, but at the same time, every one of the ladies you see in that movie playing are actually playing their own instruments. And they actually perform on the soundtrack. So you heard the theme song to Howard the Duck. And that was definitely Leah Thompson on the vocals. So the band rounds out with three different people with three interesting backgrounds, actually. So the rest of the band uh, is Holly Robinson. Uh, I know her from 21 Jump Street. I guess she became Holly Robinson Pete later on. She married a football player. And uh, Dominique Davalos, who was in this 80s new wave, crazy kind of edgy act called The Dominatrix. They had a minor hit with The Dominatrix Sleeps Tonight. She's in that band. And Liz Seagal, who is actually the younger sister of Katie Seagal. Liz Seagal has her own career as well. In addition to being also in Sons of Anarchy, she was like in Flashdance and Grease too. She has some interesting film credits. So all of the ladies in this band came from acting backgrounds, slight musical background, but they all learn how to play their own instruments. They all learn the moves and the whole thing. So I think that's really cool. That's way above and beyond doing for music what most people do when they make you know films about music i i know that that thing you do comes to mind where they actually learned how to play the instruments and be a band so i really appreciate as a music guy i appreciate it when things are done that way uh so yes another quick uh, little note here about the howard the duck theme song so not only did thomas dolby co-write that song he co-wrote that song with george clinton who you heard there in the middle doing that little mini rap and ali willis who's one of the more interesting names on this list ali willis actually wrote boogie wonderland in september for earth wind and fire she also wrote the uh, Friends theme, the Rembrandt song, I'll Be There For You. She's written a lot of hits and a lot of songs that you know. So I think that's really neat that uh, the same woman that wrote September, one of the greatest songs of all time, also wrote the theme song to Howard the Duck with Thomas Dolby and George Clinton. Man, that must have been a meeting and a half. Okay, so there you go. A little background there, defending my choice of playing a fun movie theme song, kicking off the odds and ends, Howard the Duck, Dolby's Cube, featuring Cherry Bomb. All right. 
Let's continue on here. Second song here, and a perfect second song. It's always the second song on the set list when you go see Guns N' Roses. I got a cover version here of the Appetite for Destruction classic, It's So Easy, done by Randy Brown's old roommates. Yes, Randy Brown, our friend Randy Brown, the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, used to live in the House of Dusu, a local band out here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So from the charity tribute album, Come On, Feel the Metal, Dallas Bands Doing Heavy Metal, this is Dusu with It's So Easy. Enjoy. Yeah. So fucking easy! 
All right, finishing off a surprise twofer right there. So surprising, I even surprised myself. I was like, hell, I've got another GNR cover here that has the letter D involved with it right here, ready to go. So I just threw it on there. Not even kidding, not even planned. But yes, started off that set with Dusu, Randy Brown's former roommates, with It's So Easy, fun cover right there. And then we went backwards on the Appetite record with the kickoff track, Welcome to the Jungle, covered by a very important individual in my musical history and journey, the late, great Kevin Debro from Quiet Riot. That was a solo track. Not sure who rounds out the band on that, but I'm going to guess, and I'm probably spot on, that it's some sort of conglomerate of different Sunset Strip musicians, like your Fred Currys or your Gilby Clarks, people like that, and that's awesome. I just don't have the credits in front of me, uh, which is unfortunate, but... Uh, you can find that version of multiple different tributes to Guns N' Roses. They're out there. There's so many of them out there right now. There's these cool series that are out, and definitely better than your average Cleopatra tribute album. They're usually called like the Many Faces Of or Family Tree, and they're like two, three disc sets, and they're usually very affordable. Sometimes the quality is not great on some of these recordings, but there's enough stuff to dig into. If you're a fan of that particular act, you want to dive into the Family Tree and find a random cool cover here and there of your favorite band, then look out for those things. Like I said, there's the many faces of David Bowie, there's many faces of Guns N' Roses, there's a Kiss one out there, there's a Zeppelin one. There, there's some cool stuff out there to check out if you just want to kind of have a different kind of journey with your favorite band. Anyway, I recommend. But yeah, you can find that Kevin DeBrow track on multiple Guns N' Roses tributes right there. And I think it's fun. I mean, you know, you can't beat the originals with either of those, but I think those are actually quality covers. It's hard to do a Guns N' Roses song, I would imagine. Much in the same way to try to break some sort of new ground on an ACDC song. So I think I'm going to go that route for this next song. And hell, you know, I, I guess it's on the brain because, you know, at one time Axel was the lead singer for ACDC for a hot minute. Did a little mini tour with them. So let's get right into it. Here's a cover of Big Balls. And who doesn't love saying that, or at least playing it on the radio? Big Balls, done by a band that probably is one of the only bands that could tackle this with any kind of relevance and innovation. <laughs> and I only say that because this version exists. But they're an interesting band. So here's Dwarves doing Big Balls. Check it out. Enjoy. I know you got them. I got them too. I'm
Alright, so much like Welcome to the Jungle, which I played recently on the show. I kind of almost forgot that I played those almost on back-to-back -back shows, covers of them at least. Uh, I played something recently also off of that high-voltage box that I talked about, which was like a best of the ACDC covers albums. There's a lot of them out there, and this one actually has some of the better performances of all time, kind of combined into a two-disc set. It's called the High Voltage Box. That's where I got that version of the Dwarves doing big balls. I quite enjoy that. I mean, you know... You got to make it your own, and they, more often than not, nine out of ten times, if you do a cover song, you should make it your own, and they definitely made it their own. Love that. Uh, so, you know, I think I've pushed the Sonics and, and the craziness, like, as far as I can, and the show has peaked on that end. So let's go back to the early days of rock and roll. I'm talking 1956, back when pretty much almost everything was an odd and end. I mean, all there was was singles and 45s. And if you had enough hits, you got the full-length compilation Best of Album. That's how we should handle pop music nowadays. I've said that many, many times over many different music conversations and many different bars and campfires. But that's the way we should do it now. If you are an album artist, you make albums. If you are a pop artist that is no better than your last single, you should just make singles. And I'm not saying that to shit on pop artists. If you get enough hits, then you get the album. That's how you save money on product. And that's how you continue to evolve the thought by going backwards and making the world better for artist development on all ends. Let me know what you think. Send me a message. But until then, from 1956, one of the great rock and roll oldies of all time, the Dell Vikings and Come Go With Me.
never give me a chop, chop, Right, there you go. The Dell Vikings, uh, one of the great examples of doo-wop in music history. Come Go With Me, super important song. I know that like in my early days of discovering doo-wop music and 50s music, I, I know that that song was either on the American Graffiti soundtrack or Stand By Me or both or one or the other, I'm not sure, but I feel like it was on both. But yeah, those kind of comps and soundtracks are very important and I feel like I'm not alone in that statement. You know, the first time I heard a lot of those songs were on those comps. And if I didn't hear them on those comps, I definitely heard Sha Na Na do it first. I've said that before, but it's important and I'll say it again. Okay, we're going to stick with the 50s tip, although this is going to be a cover version of a 50s song. And another one of the greats of all time, Buddy Holly, a few years ago, sometime in the last decade or so, there was a tribute album to Buddy Holly, mostly done by hipster bands. There's a few good tracks on there. And this is one of them right here, the Detroit Cobras, who pretty much just do covers. And a really fun little garage rock band, I'm assuming from Detroit. So yeah, here's them doing a, definitely a deep cut in the Buddy Holly canon. Some people haven't even heard this song, but it's a good one right here. So here's the Detroit Cobras doing their version of Buddy Holly's Heartbeat.
right, some Detroit Cobras right there with Buddy Holly's Heartbeat from the Ravon Buddy Holly tribute album. I was just kind of looking over the track list here, and there's uh, some better acts on there than I remember. So definitely a few on here I need to go back and listen to myself. Uh, the Black Keys doing Dearest. Paul McCartney's on there, of course. I mean, you know, he made the money off of this, you know, so yeah, why not? <laughs> Sir Paul, we love you, Sir Paul. Uh, Justin Towns Earl's on there, she and him's on here. Some classic stalwarts like Patti Smith and John Doe are on here. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to re-listen to this. And, and some of these will probably appear on future Odds and Ends episodes as well. And I got to admit, you know, listening to Rachel Nagy's voice on there really got me in the mood to hear more Power Girl rock. So I'm going to do a twofer right here featuring some very powerful women. And, you know, it's just in the air right now, especially, I mean, you know, I never need a reason to play female rock and roll on Rock Strikes 10, but this pro-choice debate is just, uh, it's out of hand again. Why does this have to keep popping up? I mean, really? Can we just evolve the thought and just say, you know, if you're not pro-choice and you're an asshole? I mean, sorry, but not sorry. You you are. Uh, it's not your decision. It never should have, nor should it be your decision. Unless you are directly involved in the process of that actual fetus, then it's not your fucking business. Okay. That being said, this twofer is brought to you by the pro-choice affiliation of Rock Strikes 10. And so I hope they don't mind the association. So here you go. Here's a twofer kicking off with the distillers right into the great Palmyra Del Ren. Enjoy. <laughs> Do 
Issue is kind of fucked up. You know why? Because the Supreme Court is full of men voting on abortion, and it's such a woman's issue. You know, that's not fair. You know, I wouldn't want a bunch of women voting on my balls or anything. <laughs> they should have like separate Supreme Courts one for men, one for women, one for each race. You now, I'd hate for a bunch of white people to decide whether the soul trains to stay on the air or not. It's just not funky enough. All right. Thank you, Chris Rock. That was, of course, some knowledge there from a great stand-up comedian. There's a lot of knowledge to be learned in stand-up comedians. I've almost based my entire existence and some of my opinions and some of my just thoughts uh, around this kind of material because I think these people are more well-rounded, well-traveled, more evolved than the average politician. So, yeah, like even Chris Rock, uh, at the beginning of that bit, he actually is like, I went to a pro-abortion rally because, you know, they're fucking... You know, it's a funny joke. But, you know, he gets a little deeper there, and that's the part I played for you. Also, a nice big salute to the late, great George Carlin, who came up with the immortal line, have you ever noticed that people that are against abortion are people you never want to fuck in the first place? <laughs> All right, we kicked off that twofer with the comeback single from a few years ago by the Distillers. That was Man vs. Magnet. They put out a single release, and they haven't put out a full length since then, but there is a live album that came out this year, Live in Lockdown, so go check that out if you're a fan of the Distillers. I love the Distillers. I'm definitely rooting for Brody Dale and her recent legal battle with her ex-husband. It's a very unfortunate situation. Go read about it if you'd like. Uh, it really brings down the stock of somebody that I've been a big fan of in the past. But that all being said, we continued on with that too for with the great Palmyra Del Ren and one of her singles from a few years ago called No Time Like Never. Really good stuff right there. I like Palmyra stuff. She's a great DJ on Underground Garage as well. Check her show out. And uh, now that I've lost all the uh, right-wingers on my show, hopefully forever, uh, let's finish them off with this one right here. <laughs> I don't know how many songs I have left, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll check. And this could be the last song. If it is, great, because it's a good closer regardless. If not, I'll figure out something. But here you go. This is an all-star figurative murderer's row of all-time Hall of Fame rappers. And it's basically, I played this on the show, but it was years ago. This is basically a sequel to Run DMC's Raisin Hell. And at the helm of this is DMC of Run DMC. Like I said, leading a pack of an all-star group right here. 
the greatest MCs of all time are on this track, pretty much 100%. Uh, top 10, Mount Rushmore, whatever you want to call it. These are the guys. So here you go. Nice little sequel to Raisin Hell with the same kind of music and everything that you've come to know and love. Rap Rock at its finest right here. Here's DMC and Friends, and I'll have the list for you after the song. This is Hellraisers. Turn it up so the neighbors can hear it. And we are the Hellraising. Guitar playing. Rhyme saying. Musicians and C's and DJs. And these are the days of the true musical ways. Cause all those other ways will fade, will fade away. To the tracks burning up the streets I walked on ice and never fell I skate across the ice, I'm like the NHL uh, Kick your ass like the MMA Getting down to the tracks of JMJ Just like my guns, I'ma shoot the gift Cause we're the wrong ones to be fucking with Yo, it's the PMD for me PMD You got to chill when I'm rocking with DMC It's the Mozart, the way I spit art I'm a problem child, I tear shit apart It's like that, and that's the way it is I'm about my bread, I'm about my biz Cause I'm the king of rhyme, there is none higher Sucker MCs, you call me Zaya There's rules to this game, many heads have never read it That's why most of it faded, you can't know it if you ain't living Ignorant to the truth, that don't make you innocent An attempt to prove the rap is not the only element There's four others in hip-hop, until the pioneers stop fronting Acknowledge the fifth element of hip-hop is beatboxing We took it from the power, from a light bulb to crowd surfing While researching certain chapters of this culture to be written Proud person standing here, hip-hop has got my back And it can never take it back, even when I fade to black Far right from the start, hip-hop till the death And see search choking rappers till they take their last <laughs> Hell, 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 hell,
All right, there you go. Hellraisers, great all-star kind of one-time off track there. It's a single-only release, which makes it an odd and end, of course. So like I said, DMC leading the pack right there. Big Code, DJ Eclipse, and Terminator X backing up these guys. And you heard the great Chuck D, the great PMD, and the great MC Search right there, all trading off verses and just killing it right there. Like I said, Hall of Famers right there. That's got to be somebody's Mount Rushmore of rap. So, all right. We do have one more track. That was the second to last track. So, since that was such a cool, epic closer, in my opinion, let's uh, cool it down a little bit here. Sort of. It's 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 an instrumental, but a rocking one. It has a great build and a crescendo. If you're familiar with this song, then you understand. But definitely not an end because it comes from the late great Dimebag Daryl. And Dimebag is being backed up by his brother, Vinnie Paul, here on the drums. It is a duo track, completely instrumental once again, from the Ace Fraley tribute album, Spacewalk, from the mid-90s. Came out, I guess, around the time the Kiss reunion happened in the mid-90s, 96, 97, something like that. But uh, it's a fun little tribute album. This is definitely a highlight on it and uh, a great closer as of right now. So, And it was a closer on the album itself. So, yeah, I'm going with it. So here you go, Dimebag and his brother Vinny, the Abbott Brothers, doing an amazing, super faithful version of Ace Fraley's instrumental from his first 78 solo album, Fractured Mirror.
Closing off the show here today, our Odds and Ends episode, Volume 1 of 5. Not in a row, but you'll be hearing all five episodes at some point during the duration of this year. But yes, credited for Dimebag Daryl, which is why it belongs in the D's. That was Dimebag and Vinnie Paul, the Abbott brothers, both late great Abbott brothers right there, with Fractured Mirror, and Ace Fraley original. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Literally did not have the order of things done here before I hit record. I just kind of went with it. So I hope you enjoyed this crazy shuffle-like nature of this particular episode of Rock Strikes 10. But yeah, like I said, I got four more episodes of The Odds and Ends to go before the end of the year. Got the Hella Mega Show. Got the ZZ Top Catalog Special. Got the Best of 91 Super Spectacular. Got the Best of 2001 Super Spectacular. Then we're going to do, you know, Halloween in between that somewhere. Maybe Christmas. We'll see. We'll see how the mood is. And, of course, when the ball drops, the best of 2021. There's a lot of good rock and roll albums. Hard rock, rock, pop, whatever. Stuff has come out this year. So I'm going to shine a big spotlight and flashlight on these albums that you should know. And I'm already starting to do the list. So I'm, I've got like four different lists going for four different things, and it's it's making my head hurt. But I'm hanging in there. Hope you're hanging in there with me as well. Please leave me reviews anywhere you can. Uh, you know, subscribe to me on Spotify, leave a review on Podchaser, uh, send, send me a PM, buy a shirt. I'd like to pay some bills. That's all I got. I don't want to beg too much. Uh, I'm going to give you the proper plugs here. I'm going to kick you over to my better half, Nola, with the plugs and the best damn outro song and all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens, Ruby and Ripley, get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Streakel of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRusa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRusa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. To hell with it.